would we be happier no matter who we worked for if we thought instead about instead of climbing the ladder instead of having to do this checklist if we just went and had fun and tried to be creative and just had a good time with it Welcome to The Digital Dreamer, where we believe it's possible to escape the suffocating 9 to 5, achieve financial independence, have the freedom to do the things you love, and contribute to the greater good, all by being smart about digital marketing. Hey everyone, it's Abby and Kim. Welcome back to episode two. In this episode, we are talking about fake followers and should you buy them? Oh, I can't wait to hear your take on this. I mean, I kind of already know. I know. Anyone who follows me, I feel like, knows my take on this already. But before we get into that, you have been in Kansas City visiting me for about two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah, two and weeks. And you're going back in the morning. I am. You know, I don't really love morning flights, but at least it's not too early. It takes off at, at 10. My flight here was supposed to leave at 5 a.m. or 7 a.m., so I got up at 4.30 or something. Um, yeah, so I'm going back to New York tomorrow. I'm excited because I love summer in New York City and love sitting at the park with my friends and going to the rooftop bars and seeing shows. There's just, there's something different about seeing shows in New York in the summer, I think. I think, honestly, I think probably it has to do with you escape the heat and you're finally in the air conditioning and you're like, oh, it's so <laughs> nice. But, but I love seeing shows in the summer too. And do you have anything big planned once you first get back? When I first get back, I don't think. But I, I've been um, really wanting to see MJ, the Michael Jackson musical, and Six, the musical, which Six has been out for a while, but I have not seen it. So I really want to see that. I've been entering the lotteries every day for those. So I've heard that MJ is really good. I want to see that next time I come visit. Yeah, I just won a bunch of Tony Awards, so... I know. I'm so mad because I almost bought those tickets last time. I know. But we did luck out because we saw Take Me Out and that also won a bunch of awards. Yeah, so it was we so still good. saw a good show, even though I was trying to be cheap and not buy the expensive MJ ticket. <laughs> so let's move on to our section about what's new on social media. Do you have anything? Yeah. So the one I wanted to talk about this time is that Twitter is finally going to give us more than 280 characters. In fact, they are going so overboard, they're creating something called Twitter notes, and you can do 2,500 words, not characters. And it's coming with something, a feature that people have been asking for for a long time, which is the edit button. Because, you know, on Twitter, you make, you publish your tweet and it's out there forever unless you just delete it because See, you can't change it. I think with the edit button though, it needs to be able, it needs to include the edit history because you need to be able to see that because what if you retweet something and then somebody edits it and suddenly you've retweeted something that's not what you originally retweeted. And that is also a bad And I can just see that causing issues. That's true. So it'll be interesting to see what they do with the Twitter notes because it's supposed to be more of a blog style thing with its own URL but I'm also curious if people will kind of latch on to that because it has that edit button that people have been wanting. Uh, so that is rolling out soon. So Instagram followers buying them. I've heard a lot of people saying recently that they're buying followers. And I just, 
I'm going to come out and say it. Here's, here's my hot take. And it's not really a hot take, I don't think. But <laughs> I just don't think you should be buying Instagram followers ever. Well, I, well we're going to get into some of the reasons why it's a bad idea. But I'm just going to say that I think that if you're buying followers, it is purely ego-driven. Because you care about the number of followers you yes. have. Yes. People say all the time, and it's so true, followers and likes are vanity metrics, really. Mm-hmm. Because when you really think about what's actually important, it's not really followers and likes. If you're trying to sell something, it's the amount of stuff you sell. You know? Right. It's, it's, not, it's, it's the amount of stuff you sell. You could be selling 50 products a month and getting two likes, you know? So, it's, so it's the, fo- the followers and likes don't really have anything to do with that, but... So exactly, when you're buying followers, it really is for your own your own ego and your self-esteem or whatever it is. You, you want to look important to somebody. But but that go, ties back to, let's start talking about the reasons why you don't want to buy your followers. Because, well, let's just say first, it is against Instagram's terms of service. So, so you're risking... They technically could kick you off the platform. Yeah, you're risking... Losing everything. I mean, is that really worth it for something that's ego-driven just so you can look cool? But beyond that. I mean, so going back to looking cool, like, I, for one, can always tell when someone has fake followers. If you have 10,000 followers and four likes, you clearly have fake followers. Or you're just doing everything possible wrong. But I think what's more likely is you have fake followers. And so people can tell, people at least who know, which is most people, can tell that you have fake followers. And it it hurts your credibility, for sure. Yeah. So a lot of these are, you click on the profile, and you can totally tell. It usually has a name with a whole bunch of underscores and extra underscores. and Random letters. They have 10 photos that look exactly the same or different, like slight variations of people's different faces. Or yeah, or you can tell that it's a fake profile where they completely ripped off someone else's photos and they're just a fake person, right? Or their username is ABCDE underscore period period two three. Like, (laughs) but the big thing is fake followers distort your metrics. So you don't you can have 10,000 followers but you get very few likes and then that starts to hurt your engagement and when your engagement is down then and and that tells the algorithm that people aren't liking your content and what do we know about the algorithm people have to like your content people have to engage with it if you're going to show up in the feed more so by adding all those fake followers you're just hurting your chances And when you're looking at, so just from a business standpoint, when you're looking at your insights and analytics to see what's performing well and what's not, if you have a bunch of fake followers that are, you know, distorting those metrics, how do you really know what's performing well and what's not? Because the fake followers are skewing your result. So especially when you're first starting out and you don't have very many followers, which is usually when a lot of people buy followers because they're like, oh, I'm just starting out. I only have 100 followers. I need to look more important, so they buy followers. But especially when you're first starting out, that's when your analytics are so important because you should be looking at, okay, this is what is performing well. This is how many people saw this. This is how many likes it got, you know, whatever. But if you have a bunch of fake followers or or people buy fake likes too, if you have all of that, you're not getting the information that you really need. And you should be using that to create more content that is resonating with your audience. So you're, you're just hurting yourself all the way around. 
But again, fake followers don't buy from you. Yeah. And unless you just have a hobby account or a personal account, you should be here because you want somebody to purchase something. You want some sort of a business relationship. Those fake followers aren't going to do anything. They're, they're not going to buy from you. They're not going to tell their friend about you. They're not going to share your post. Um, they're not going to leave you a testimonial. Like, you know, they're not going to leave a review. So they're not helping you. Now, one of the reasons that we do see that people start buying fake followers is because they're trying to be an influencer or they want sponsorships. There's ad dollars on the line. And I'll, I'll tell you, as an influencer... I have heard from someone who like manages um, influencer, like influencer marketing for brands. So they're, they're the one hiring you as an influencer to work for a brand. They have software that can tell that you have fake followers or fake likes. They know, and they won't want to work with you because first of all, you're lying to them. Second of all, they want their product in front of real people, not your fake followers. Well, yeah, it totally hurts your credibility. And if they can see through that, what else are you lying about? And, and let me tell you, you don't need a ton of followers to get brand deals. Even when I had like 1,500 followers on Instagram, I got a Nike sponsorship. So it's, it's, not, it's not about numbers. Having a fake 10K is not going not gonna to help you more than a real 1,500. Yeah, definitely. So one of the things I would say that you should do instead of buying fake followers, because you're probably like, well, Abby, what am I supposed to do? Because if I'm not going to buy fake followers, you're not really giving me a solution. I think if you were going to spend that money anyway, spend it on something else that's going to help your brand and page grow authentically. So whether that's targeted ads, targeting real people, and you can get so specific with these things, or you're really focusing hard on making content. So maybe that means you spend that money to hire someone to help you make content or you spend that money to upgrade some of your equipment so that you have better quality sound or video or whatever. Um, I would say take that money and spend it somewhere that's actually going to help you. Well, and let's not forget that social media is supposed to be social. So instead of investing in something that's not even real, how can you develop relationships with people? Could you do a podcast? Could you do an email marketing newsletter? Could you create a piece of content that they download so that they get to know you better? There's, there's so much more you can do that is social and moves the customer or your potential customer down that sales process so that they're likely to spend money with you. So I'm just, I'm just not a super fan. I, like I said, it's ego driven. And my question would always be, if you're buying fake followers, what are you looking for? What's in it for you? What, what are you trying to prove? What's the goal? Because it's only going to hurt your account and its visibility. I agree. I so agree. All right. Well, do we cover that topic? All people, if you have questions, Send us an email and let us know because we want to answer these questions. And if you don't agree with us, let us know that too. We'd yeah, to... honestly, if you if you have questions, send us an email, send us a DM. Um, we want to we want to answer your questions. And like she said, yeah, if you disagree with us, I would love to hear your side of why you should. But I mean, I don't know if you'll change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. We always like to give you a tip of the week. So Abby is going to share an Instagram tip of the week. So Instagram is becoming more and more like a search engine. Same way as Google is and because Google owns YouTube, same way that YouTube is. When you type in keywords and videos pop up or on Google, you type in keywords and articles pop up. Instagram is the same way. You've probably noticed that the search bar is different recently and you can type in full phrases and posts pop up and accounts pop up, things like that. So the tip of the week is that you should be using keywords in all of your posts. In the captions, you should be writing captions that are keyword rich, um, not just short, short keywords like, you know, dog, but like long tail keywords, phrases like taking my dog to the park in Oklahoma City. You know, something like that. That gets a lot of keywords in there. Um, When you're thinking about keywords, too, it's also important to don't write for the search engines. Write for a human. How is the person going to talk? Yeah. So even for us, I call what we do content marketing. But a lot of people think of this more as social media marketing. Well, content marketing is much bigger. But if you're a brand new business who's just getting into it, you just think of social media, maybe. You don't think of content marketing. So you have to also think about, you don't want to use a bunch of industry jargon that your customer doesn't yeah. use. Talk like a person. and then- You also don't want to sound like a bot. You need, write, write your caption like the way that you would. And then I would say go back and add some extra keywords in or extra key phrases. Well, and then another thing to think about too is, Know your main things that you're going to talk about on your account. Don't go all over the place. Like one day I'm talking about decorating cakes and the next day I'm talking about how I trained my dog. Keep it in a related topics so that Instagram and your audience know what to expect. But then also start to think of what words are it are. What words do you want to be known for so that you can have repetition of those words because that's going to help you rise above as people search. Yeah. So yeah, like you were saying, how do you, when you, when you're thinking about these keywords, how do you want Instagram's bot like computer algorithm to group you? Cause what it's doing is it's taking these words and it's saying, okay, her post should go in this, in this section and this section and this section. Where do you want it to put you? Which groups do you want to be in? So our podcast is the Digital Dreamer, content marketing strategies for building a business while living your dream life. And we really, really wanted to focus on the whole dream life aspect. So every week we're going to bring you some little tidbit about trying to get closer to living a life that you love. This week I wanted to share a quote by Sheryl Sandberg. She is the Chief Operating Officer at Facebook. And this quote is, careers are a jungle gym, not a ladder. And I love this one because we tend to be so focused on getting promotions and earning more and putting in the time all so that we can get what we ultimately want. We're building wealth for somebody else while we stress about how one day we're going to earn enough status that we can have freedom, that we can have time freedom and freedom to express our thoughts the way we want to. 
and freedom to do things creatively, freedom to take a day off or travel or spend a day with our siblings or grand grandchildren or family when we want to. And I, I think that that's something that, you know, people put in all our hours working and working and working, but we're, we're working so that we can get something that is so far off for many of us. So I love this quote, quote by Sheryl Sandberg because it made me think, what if we looked at our careers like a jungle gym, like she said, what if we gave ourselves the freedom to experiment and explore and play? Would we be happier no matter who we worked for? If we thought instead about, instead of climbing the ladder and doing all these, like, I have to do this and then I have to do this. I have to stay at my job for 30 years instead of having to do this checklist. If we just went and had fun and tried to be creative and just had a good time with it. What do you think? Do you think that that sounds like a good way at getting at your dream life? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I've never been someone who's wanted to work a nine to five. I mean, I have a degree in acting, so that was never really going to be um, my reality ever. So, <laughs> no. I mean, it was never going to be. I mean, if anything, I was going to have little jobs, you know, like um, nannying. I used to be a nanny, like little jobs like that to help me make money while I was trying to audition and stuff. But I've never wanted to work a nine to five. I've always wanted to figure out how to be my own boss because I like the the freedom of being able to travel and, and say, okay, I'm taking Monday off because I want to, you know, like, mm-hmm. or it's a nice sunny day. I'm going to go to the beach. Yeah. So I do like that. And whether I've known it or not, I think my whole life, even when I was younger, I've been just constantly doing the jungle gym thing where you're swinging from one idea to the next, because you're just trying to figure out what you like and what you want to do. And I think it's kind of empowering to do stuff like that, to just, you know, I mean, I mean, yeah, it takes you, not everyone can just be like, I'm just going to drop everything and, and swing around and do whatever I want. But I mean, but you, but you can to a certain extent. Do you post inconsistently, share content on a whim or make it up as you go along? Or maybe you're posting based on trends or doing what everyone else is doing. If you're doing any of these things, your business is suffering as a result. Your business needs a consistent message and a consistent presence, not one based on things that pop into your head first thing in the morning. What if one simple change in your business, unlocked engagement, trust, revenue, and the ability to live life on your terms? Ready for the secret? Savvy marketers plan their content. They don't leave things to chance. They don't chase shiny objects. And they aren't jumping from trend to trend, hoping to go viral. We can help you with this in our new course, Build Your Content Plan in a Weekend. Head over to our website, irisdigitalmediagroup.com slash content plan. It is is fun to just play around with things and not necessarily have to take yourself so seriously like you're climbing a ladder, right? Yeah. Well, and nobody says that you can't explore and have fun outside of work. Maybe what you're exploring, you know, maybe you take a comedy class, maybe you take a writing class, maybe you take a photography class. You know, whatever it is, you explore other interests and see what you like so that you do have that. And you never know what could become a career that would be more fulfilling than what you're doing now. Yeah, well, I mean, so when I was younger, I've been on social media like my whole life. I've had a 
YouTube channel since 2010. And when I was younger, I was just posting for fun. And I taught myself a lot about YouTube and other social media accounts just because I thought it was fun. Mm-hmm. And I never thought that someday that would be my job. Definitely. But you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so, so you, you have these little things that you're playing around with and eventually you're like, Oh, I'm actually kind of good at this. Like, yeah, I can make money with that. Yeah. And that's always fun. But my, my point about wanting to talk about living your dream life in every episode and just get you thinking about this, get people thinking about this is that too many people, most people put off what they want to do until later. They, they feel like there has to be this perfect set of circumstances to be able to go pursue their dreams. And I know that that's hard when you're trying to make a living and when money is tight and when you have kids, there's all the things. But I think that we can all take those baby steps every single day. You don't have to put off living the life you want until you're 65. Why should we start living when we're 65? No, I so agree with that. And I also think, like, for example, me, when my mom and I started Irish Digital Media Group, we started it at probably the worst possible time. (laughs) You know, it's peak pandemic, COVID-19. I had just graduated college. The whole theater industry and film industry is completely shut down. I have no job, no way to even be auditioning for stuff to get a job because there are no jobs everywhere. Everywhere was hiring, but not really. Mm -hmm. And, um, so we started our, our marketing business and it was scary, but we did it. And so that's just kind of showing you that even if you start something at like the worst, there is no perfect time. There's just no perfect time. Yeah. And, and that goes back to what we were doing was we were having fun at the time clubhouse was new And we were just getting on Clubhouse and just like we are chatting right now, getting on Clubhouse, teaching people what we know, meeting people. And we met people in those Clubhouse rooms that I can tie back to every single one of our clients at some point. So, I mean, just by going and having fun. So, yeah, I hope that you, our audience, can get on board and that you're excited about this idea, too, of just exploring and figuring out what is it that excites you? What is it that feels like you're playing when you're working? And what can you do to contribute to society or just make an impact? Because the world needs your voice right now. And we want to encourage you to do that in whatever way, get involved and use your voice in whatever way is comfortable for you. On our next episode, we will be covering the topic of Is it time to get a side hustle? I'm excited about this topic because as I was telling Abby earlier, as the economy gets tighter, as we have more concerns about people getting laid off or gas prices or just, I mean, it's expensive to buy groceries right now. I I know that there are people out there that are either worried about what if I lose my job or am I going to have enough money to pay for the things that make me happy in my life? And so we want to talk a little bit about, is it time to start a side hustle? And how do you go about doing that? Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. If you liked this, please share with a friend and leave us a five-star review. 